When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, Amanda here. This episode is brought to you and sponsored by Yowie Crate, the premier legal way to indulge in all of your Yowie and BL needs. Did I mention legal? If you went back in time and told little Fujo trash Amanda that in the future there would be a legal and affordable way to have all of your Yowie needs sent to your home, well, she'd yell at you and accuse you of witchcraft because, you know, time travel. But she'd also be super excited. Your Yowie Crate arrives to your house at your very front door in discreet packaging, which is important for us Fujos who are still in the closet. And when I tell you that opening my first crate was a delight, trust me, it was. This box is no joke, and for mature Fujos and Fudons only, sorry kids, adult swim rules apply. I've been blessed to have many, many years in the Yowie fandom, and having this subscription is literally a game changer. Working with organizations like Rotten Blossoms and Faku and Kuma Pub, Yowie Crate is on some next level stuff. So if you want a box of some of the finest BL and Yowie stuff sent to your very home, I suggest that you subscribe to Yowie Crate. $49.95 is a steal per month, and that price is for our American listeners. They do ship internationally, but those rates are a little bit different. Now, if you'd like to learn more, visit yowiecrate.com. And again, thank you to Yowie Crate for sponsoring this episode and helping to try to reform me from piracy. you can i do something for you ma'am is there something that i can do for you Uh, you can introduce yourself because i'm hearing because what i'm hearing is no and then to yell at you later (laughs) Um, my name is amanda also known as aichi yume yeah and my name is aisha also known as mama loves manga oh my gosh (laughs) uh peek behind the curtain it's been an hour um yeah oh yeah (laughs) every time asia is so shocked every single time it goes by so fast i'm glad it's going by fast for you what are we covering today Um, episode nine yeah today we are talking about fan works and doujin which i am very excited about you are Yes, because that wasn't a question. Because, oh yeah, that was <laughs> that was affirmation. That was. <laughs> that wasn't a question. <laughs> that was... I heard question. Okay, I'm 
glad you did. So I'm really excited about this mm-hmm. because I actually do read a lot of doujin su- mm-hmm. surprise, or I have been in the past. I don't know, getting close to a year, I mm-hmm. guess now that I've been reading doujin, and I'm having so much fun doing it. Yeah, I think we have slightly different definitions of the word doujin because mm-hmm. some publishers, including one they have a very, very close relationship, has kind mm-hmm. of changed the definition of the word doujin, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's just at a certain point, it's sort of like that um, semi-immersive graphic novel experience we talked about <laughs> where it's like semantics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like words do have meanings. Right. So I do think that the word doujin gets thrown around too much mm. for things that aren't necessarily doujins mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that later um yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> this is something that actually is really really interesting because i think as we've highlighted in multiple episodes um i have been a smut peddler for many years mm-hmm. um i got to grow up in that vanguard of fan culture back in the early days where a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today were very important Uh, Some of the things that we're going to talk about today no longer exist, which kind of hurts me a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think the production and creation of fan works, I think, is vital to the boys love fandom experience. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the most interesting and creative parts of it. So as per usual, we will be trying to keep this sandboxed to boys love Mm -hmm. because while this is a universal phenomenon in the fan world, mm-hmm. we will, of course, try to keep this sandboxed in because that is the literal name of the podcast. Right. It is the Yowie Shelf. It, it's so. the literal name of the show. <laughs> so we will do our best to keep this sandboxed in. Unfortunately, I did a lot of this stuff when I was in high school um, mm-hmm. when I shouldn't have been doing it. But, you know, that's a, that's well, a story I mean, for a different day. Shouldn't have. I, shouldn't. Mm, it's hard to say that. No, it's not. It really is. I shouldn't have. I really. No, it's not hard to say. I really shouldn't. No, I shouldn't have been writing pornography at 14. Like, that's not hard to say. That's not, that's not a controversial statement. I mean, I did, but that's not a, that's not a hot take. No, I don't think 14-year-olds. But did you die? It's like so no, fine. I don't. I don't think fourteen-year-olds need to be writing porn, um, or you know. or just consuming it in general. But I mean, hey, whatever. Like the consumption part, I have questions on. They're they're gonna. I it's mean, the internet. They're gonna find it. But also, in the same breath, it is not our responsibility as eighteen-plus creators to cater to children. Stop fucking yelling at us. That's very true. Um, we're not your parents. Well, unless you are my son watching this right now, I am not your In son. which case? In which case, if you are my son watching this right now. You're not supposed sure to be watching you this. hide it from me. Yeah, you're also not supposed to be watching this. We see. I mean, technically, you're, yeah, technically no. But I, he, he, I'm pretty sure he definitely does watch some of my things or listen. And uh, now I'm afraid to say anything. He's going to hate me. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, he lives here, so he. I 
still I want you? him to not hate me. Listen, like, side note, this is completely derailing, but the other day I was sitting here at my desk, mm-hmm. and I had a hentai sitting out on my desk, not mm-hmm. thinking of it, and Phineas walked, my youngest, walked mm-hmm. in to ask me something, and then he goes, oh, people will see that book, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then I looked, and I saw it sitting there, um, and I can't grab it, but it was like one with... I think it was called Another's Wife, and there's like a uh-huh. woman with like huge boobs and like. I saw the like, thumbnail. I saw Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. and so it's just been sitting, and he walked. He's like, someone will see that, and I was like, oh. If only you knew. Wait, and this is like, <laughs> he didn't ask any questions. He just laughed, and then like turned around and or he asked me whatever he needed to ask and then he left good kid I was like oh great there was one time um, i was with a friend and we were both in my room and we had projected mm-hmm. uh the gravitation mega mixes on my television for my laptop mm-hmm. and my younger cousin walks in and it's like i'm pretty sure it's like a double penetration scene or something and it's like what are you watching it's like nothing throws <laughs> computer across the room <laughs> We're watching nothing. Like, just unplugs HDMI cable, throws laptop. (laughs) So now that I've sufficiently derailed our conversation. I mean, it's um, been worse. It's it's definitely been. It's definitely been. We've had worse derailings. Um, So a brief list of fan works that we're going to be including in this list. I guarantee you when I wrote this part of the outline, I'm sure I've left something out. It is not intentional. It is not intentional. I have done my best to get all of the members of the family together. Mm. If I have left you out, it was not done in malice. I hear you and I see you. And they can just, you know, you can just, if you're watching this and you think we missed something, let us know in the comments. With politely. Love, you know, yeah, politely. Because Amanda really worked hard on this outline and uh, don't come for her. So, because... Like I tried, I tried to get everyone as much as I could, but I do these oftentimes late at night after work. So if I've left anyone out of our family, I apologize. It was not done intentionally like a wedding where you just forget that one cousin. You just, oh, your invitation must've gotten lost in the mail. Oops. Every wedding has that one cousin. Very true. Or I, when I used to work in the funeral industry, every funeral has that one cousin. Like, how come I'm I didn't? That one cousin. It's like, how come I didn't get a chair with the family? It's like, because you're not family. Because we don't like you. We don't like you. Um, so the fan works that we're including in this list are fan art, fan fiction, podcast. Shockingly, this is technically a fan work. Um, I don't know why I said shockingly. Like, I don't acknowledge what we do. That was like an apparently. I'm very sorry. I don't want to devalue what we do. Um, Fanzines, which I just got my first fanzine in the mail, and I love it. And it outs me as a My Hero Academia Cindere. Mm -hmm. If I could get the series the way I want it, it would be the greatest show God has ever made. But I can't, which is why I read fan fiction. Fair. If I could get Cheers with the League of Villains, I will watch every episode religiously. But because I can't get that, I'm going to learn just enough to cosplay, and then I'm going back home. And I'm going to keep reading The Smut, because The Smut... Chef's kiss. Some of it. Some of it's actually really sketchy. Um, Some of it's real suspicious. But 
a lot of the older creators who like cut their teeth on like Sasunaru stuff because all the mm. dynamics are the same right here at Academia. That was shady. Amanda was shady, ding. Oh. <laughs> They've had time to hone their skills. So it's oh, very good. Uh, fanzines are great. Fan dubs, which is a thing that kind of exists. Uh, Yagami Yato still does a lot of them, and they're wonderful. Uh, AMVs, which are a thing that no one does anymore. Okay. No one makes AMVs anymore. Thank you for not ignoring your child. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, I just, I just yelled at him to go find his daddy. <laughs> I can't even go to the damn bathroom, okay, without this kid coming up talking about, I, I want this or la la la. I like, I'm thirsty, and I'm like, boy, you have a cup, and we have refrigerator water. You can just go. You know how to do it. Okay, quit coming here asking me to do stuff that you could do. It's because he wants to, according to Super Nanny, it's because he wants to form secure attachment with you. Super Nanny can eat my ass. <laughs> Don't say that about Super Nanny. <laughs> like, I hug him regularly and I, I make sure that he's taken care of. He can get his own damn water, okay? He's trying to form secure attachment. You're going to scar it. That's not what Super Nanny would do. Every day, all day. That's not I'm what, here for him. That's not what I Super check Nanny in on would his do. Feelings. <laughs> Super Nanny can <laughs> suck my clit. That's what she oh, would no. do. Oh no. Oh, and uh, so we stopped at AMVs, which are a thing that no one makes anymore. <laughs> um, I guess because of like licensing, honestly. Mm. Like back oh, in the day, yeah. back in the early days of YouTube copyright, it didn't exist. Oh. Mm. So you can just do anything. Uh, I occasionally still see those, like, pop up on YouTube. Yeah, but they're not but good anymore. I don't watch them. Yeah, but so. like, I I still watch, like, the old ones that, like, I watched when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one that I should have added in here uh, that kind of goes under fan cams, which is a bridge series. We don't get a ton of a bridge series in Boys Love. You have seen some, like, humor comedy dubs for some Boys Love. Gravitation has a lot of them just because of, like, how exaggerated all the faces were in, gra- in the Gravitation anime. Mm-hmm. But, like, your fan cams, your fan dubs, like, your abridged series. Just, like, anything that's manipulating the main work. Mm-hmm. So, that is the general umbrella of fan works that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, if I left anyone out of the family, it's not because I'm intentionally trying to leave you out. It's because I'm tired. No one will come for you. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. Look at my face. People who are listening can't see my face. Yeah, people but who you are listening. can lis- hear my voice. People, people who are listening that. only. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, who can make a fan work? The good news Me? is. Yeah, literally fucking anyone. <laughs> <laughs> literally anyone. Um, technically, except for the creep. Technically, except for the creator, but that gets lumped into doujins, which we're not at yet. Um, professional artist, amateur artist, mangaka of different series, mangaka of the same series, mm-hmm. literally can do fan works. Uh, one of my favorite things is watching other mangaka draw their friends' characters. Yes, I, I like seeing that in like I the margins that. and stuff of, of 
certain series, like it'll be like, oh, so and so sensei drew this in their style. Yeah, it's just like I love. We got a lot of that stuff. for Clamp back in the day because like mm-hmm. a lot of the Clamp artists were so famous and they had all these connections and friends. So it's like, oh, look at I drew Sailor Moon. It's like, yay! <laughs> I love. Like I do think that's really. Cute, I think though. it's they super fun, and a lot of the yeah. um. A lot of the boys love mangaka in Japan, like, know each other. Like, it's a very, very close sorority. Mm-hmm. Um, the male mangaka artists don't talk to the women. Uh, mostly because I think that they're approaching it from very different perspectives. Yeah. Which is as polite as I'll put it. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm sure that there's more crass ways toward that. But uh, let's just say that they're coming at this from two different sides of a... Uh, the same line so a lot of the female mangaka will draw each other's characters and stuff it's actually super super fun and i like it a lot mm-hmm. um what makes the fan work different is that typically it's how the work is distributed so an official work is going to be probably licensed or shared directly through a creator a right. fan work is typically distributed either indie or free entirely there's a reason why fan fiction is posted on like AO3 or Tumblr, rest in peace, mm-hmm. or or Wattpad if you hate yourself. Right. right. I apologize to anyone using Wattpad. Or I, was, Devi- I never used Or DeviantArt if you're really, really fucking old, or you're a furry. I was going to say, I know what DeviantArt is because I'm old, but... Yeah, if um, you're a furry or really old DeviantArt. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Or if you're like Asia where you're an old furry. Oh, <laughs> DeviantArt. I got it this time. Listen. This time I called you old. Listen, don't do me. <laughs> How dare you say something that is exactly the truth to me? Oh, man, because I really did. Oh, man. I didn't I, I didn't put anything up, so I can't. I'm not talented, but I definitely did um, go to DeviantArt to look at <laughs> I definitely used to post. Okay, I'll tell you how old I was. I used to post my fanfic on Quizzilla mm. before uh, J.K. Rowling had that site shut down, and Anne Rice did too because there was too much gay of wizards and vampires. Um, I, it still just boggles my mind that Anne Rice didn't like a girl. Of course, your vampires were gay. The fuck, like, like she wrote them so gay and then got upset when we made them gay. I mean, some of, okay, to be fair, uh, many of them are bi or pan. Um, Many of them are fictional. (laughs) That as well. (laughs) All of them are fictional, actually. To me, they are real. Um, (laughs) Basic. Did you go go on the tour in New Orleans? Did you go on the walking tour? No, actually, no. We didn't. I did whenever I went. I did not okay. do that, but we did go to her house and like stand outside of it and take pictures. And do and like I just. She wasn't there. I'm glad because for some reason I just I just imagine her being like how the Grinch stole Christmas. I was like, and Anne Rice stood up there hating the Who's, just like like a little like clawed finger, like pulling down a blind, like those damn whores are I'm outside. Out there, like. Yeah, because everyone's outside, like, yay! Just a, a clawed, spindly finger. They're outside again. A lot of the fanfic sites tend to come and go. Uh, again, mm-hmm. like, I mentioned getting my start on Quizilla, which is a site that no longer exists. Oh! 
Right. Or I think yeah. it does exist, but, like, it's definitely not what it used to be. Yeah, it's, like, defunct, I guess. Well, and also, like, I don't know how Quizilla became the place for porn. Because it Did was... It? See, I never... I only knew Quizilla as the For quiz. quizzes. Yeah. Yeah, no, never, it absolutely became But I was older, too. I didn't really, yeah. like... So I was younger. Yeah. I was in that vanguard that turned it into mm-hmm. a porn site. I don't know how it happened. I think it's because we figured out how to trick the algorithm. Interesting. Because we could structure our fanfics like quizzes. Mm-hmm. And then it still got published as no question. Oh. Yeah, so as long as you structured it like a quiz, you could publish anything. Y'all, that's, that is... When I tell, oh my god, I got read for this during one of my panels, but I mean it. Like, back in the day, you could not be a casual fan. It did not exist. You were either in or you were out. And I say that with Mm -hmm. love. Because I Mm -hmm. do think that there's a place for casual fandom. And I respect my friends and fans that are casual. But, like, well, I don't think you're that casual. I'm. I preface it. I don't think you're that casual. I'm, I'm, like, on the casual spectrum. That's fair. But, like, you could not be a casual back in the day. Mm-hmm. It Being a fan was too involved. You were up all hours of the night watching anime. You had mm-hmm. to rip and torrent shit. You had to go to, like, 15 stores to find merch. Or, like, right. use that one friend who was military in Japan. Like, right. you did not have the option to be casual. Yeah, and you're also probably young and have no responsibilities and could actually spend time doing all of that. Okay, I well, mean, rude. I was that's like, not a drag. But... Okay, rude. I was 13 and processing a lot right, of trauma exactly. and grief. So, like, for me, it's not yeah. that I didn't have things to do. I had school and a family that didn't like me watching weird Asian porn. So I had things to do. Thank you. I wasn't just, like, a horny, like, forest child living out with, like, manga. That wasn't what I was doing. No, like manga under (laughs) Right, like I wasn't like wasn't like fucking Mike Lou and Og where I was like living like in some deserted island with like fucking manga panels like what the No, like I had things to do. I was a student. I was fucking light yagami. I was like I'm a I'm I'm an honor student. I guess I should change it to say, like, when I got into, mo- like, the fan stuff, yes. I was literally, like, a mom. Sure. Like, okay. Had a yeah. Like, that's baby. a, like, yes. I did I not have that responsibility <laughs> because I clearly wasn't having sex based on the right. way I was writing sex. <laughs> right. It's... Based on the way that I was writing sex back then, I obviously <laughs> wasn't having any sex. <laughs> Just obviously was not having any. <laughs> Woo. Just... You just had a flashback. I I have every fan fiction I ever wrote. I haven't I'm gotten st- rid of any of it. I'm still wait- waiting to be able to read it. So. so this is you waiting for me to die? Cause, yes. Because that's the only way you're probably it from me. I mean, it can happen. Listen. Are you going to murder me for my fan I Hey, don't. Have you don't threatened? Don't my mouth. Have you, are you going to murder me for the smut I wrote when I was 12? You can just commission new smut. I'm better at it. I know what (laughs) sex is now. I didn't when I was 12. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Most fan works aren't licensed or published officially. That does not mean that they can never be published. As mentioned, I just got a fanzine. 
basically means that you can just indie press this shit or go to your local Kinko's. Because I've seen that. Just, like, in the early days of conventions. Yeah, you just go to the fucking Kinko's and staple your book together. So, not that these things are never published. They're just not usually published through a publishing house. Right, right. So, I actually loved getting my fanzine. Uh, It was very much worth the wait. Mm -hmm. So, indie or small presses will compile stuff together. Or, again, like, they'll just do it out of pocket. Um, Also, see our episode on web comics where again right. it's seeing that subversion of the mainstream of like well if you're not gonna do this uh i'm just gonna go down to office depot and print out a bunch of copies of this right yeah and i'm saying that you know pejoratively i know that like printing is more complicated than that obviously but yes <laughs> obviously i know printing is much more complicated than that right <laughs> but sometimes it does just sometimes it does just feel like i'm just gonna have to go to fucking office depot ask no questions <laughs> Yes, I want this bound. Like, no, don't read it. Please don't even flip through it. Oh my god, there are some great stories of um, like fanfic artists and stuff, mm-hmm. like say like going to publishers and it's like, oh yeah, can you print this like art book? And it's like, this is a lot of naked men. This is just. See, <laughs> that would excite me. I'm fucking weird. <laughs> I would, no, I would. It, I think I would... whenever you have to do it professionally, it's not as exciting. <laughs> It's act, I would love it's, to it's just kind of mortifying most of the time. See, that's the thing is like I would love that. I just like the thought of the, of the person having to print it being so like either embarrassed or hot and bothered. Okay, I so like here's that. the thing. They're <laughs> never hot and bothered. It is a literal inconvenience for the person at the FedEx office okay, well, to have to print your dicks. That's not fun. Yeah, like they have to print out your dicks. They're not having a good time. This is well, an. If this I is, worked at Kinko's. You'd have a good I would time. Have a great time. Yeah, like, but like oh, I guarantee God. you, the fifty-year-old man at Office Depot does not want to see this. He didn't ask for this. He In doesn't want to be it's here. Less fun, Thank consent you. Consent is important. Even not just consent, but like he doesn't want to do this. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, what is a doujin? Uh, short for doujinshi, a doujin is usually a secondary fan-made manga. Now, this is where, again, we have to be uh, careful with the term doujinshi because uh, some creators and artists will say that basically just, like, any smutty book is a doujin. Uh, interesting. Okay. And not false, but also not accurate. <laughs> I guess, like, my perception of what a doujin is, mm-hmm. is a, um, a story that mm-hmm. is not, it's not been printed in, or released in the traditional route. So, like, it's not mm-hmm. going through Viz or Seven Seas or mm-hmm. whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much, like, the artist makes it mm-hmm. and then they distribute it, mm-hmm. um, and I've, I thought, like, typically you would go, like, you, you said before, you have to go to conventions, mm-hmm. or, like, in Japan, they have, like, don't they have, like, special Oh, yeah, there's, like, entire that? bookshops of doujins. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's more of the, that's typically more of closely aligned to what it means. So, in uh-huh. the U.S., it typically also is secondary for some kind of fan-made comic about a thing. And, again, okay. fan 
is different because a lot of the doujins that we know and love are made by other mangaka. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just might be less famous, but it's like, oh, hey, here's this other, like, up-and-coming artist who did a Naruto one-shot or doujin because they were feeling themselves. Um, I think where it gets muddy is things that are published through licensors that are still being Mm -hmm. called doujins because, like, that's not what word means. It's not bad. It's just, it's one of those, like, weird doublespeak moments of, like, when you've heard a word mean something your whole life, and mm-hmm. suddenly it doesn't. It's right. like, huh. Dojins can be created by literally anyone, um, mm-hmm. including the source mangaka themselves. Yeah. Like, which I think is great. Yeah. Like Fumi Yoshinaga. She loves to do an insert doujin, doesn't she? <laughs> I still haven't read mine. Um, I think you should. Um, I need to. Maki Murakami did it with uh, Gravitation, and uh, Fusanosuke Sensei did it with uh, Maiden Rose. There's actually a bunch of Maiden Rose doujins that Uh are um, aggressively very cute. Oh. Some of them are less cute, but most of them are actually quite cute. Yeah. Um, I mean, while we're talking about famous mangaka doing doujin, I mean, let's talk about the fact that Clamp's entire... (laughs) entire list is uh, basically doujin. <laughs> like, well, and, and Clamp... That's when I started. Clamp does something that I think is fascinating, mm. which is Clamp loves fan works in theory. Because, so, Code Geass um, mm. has these titles called Knight and Prince. Mm-hmm. And in those, you will actually find some doujins. Because it's other creators um, drawing based off of pairings and, like, writing. But Knight and... It's Knight and Queen, sorry. Knight and Queen. Knight is the boy's love, like, four coma slash parody. Queen is the female. So... None of of these pairings are official, Mm -hmm. of course. But if you look at Code Geass, all of them make sense. Because Mm -hmm. Clamp loves to queerbait you. Um, but if you, uh, ascribe any actual meaning to it, or if you press them too hard on any of it, they get very upset. Hmm. Or, like, if you read, um, because I have the character guide for Tsubasa, Mm -hmm. which is a series I like quite a bit, Mm -hmm. and, like, consistently, year after year, Kurogane and Fi are, like, top pairing. Mm -hmm. And one of the comments underneath because, you know, they have to comment on it. It's like, we do love that all of you feel this way. That seems pretty straightforward. No, it doesn't. I don't know. I mean... Like, we're we're so glad that you... It, it's basically a, you are entitled to your wrong opinion. I don't... I mean, I don't know. I might disagree. Because, like, I... I don't know. I think they really do... I think they. I think. Then why they won't they canonize it. any of it? Well, I, I'm not trying to be an apologist. <laughs> I wish you would. But to be fair, like Kudagane and Fi, neither they don't end up with anyone. <laughs> like well, they're with. Yeah, but like, like, that's not the point. And like romance isn't their main like thing. Like I feel like. Yes. I, Yukito and Toya. Okay, they are canon. They're canon in some stories. 
they they are definitely canon um, where it counts. Um, <laughs> but not everywhere. Um, Your they, love is accepted in even, some places. The fact that they are, like, because they are canon in Cardcaptor, mm-hmm. Sakura, and even in Tsubasa, like, they're still together. Like, they're... They're always together. Like, in every storyline, they're, they're always me- a no, couple. No, that doesn't mean... <laughs> doesn't mean anything. You have to canonize things. It means everything. Okay. Oh, my God. The context is so... Like, it's so strong. But that's a fangirl thing. We don't no, have canon real. for... <laughs> like... I no. read too much of their thing. I I will fight you on this. No, one I, no I I agree with you. <laughs> I know they're, they're married. Clamp won't say they're married. They are a couple. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I know that they're married. Clamp won't say it. So uh, the, the one thing I like about Cardcaptor Sakura is, <laughs> is so they get to be together. Yes. <laughs> Um, the purest version of a doujin typically though is a fan comic made by a fan creator again mm-hmm. though that fan creator can be a professional mm-hmm. or a semi-professional mangaka and is distributed through alternative means at the heart of the word doujin uh-huh. is distributed through alternative means right yeah, yeah. so again when because it's not just the one company we've been discussing in, veil, in yeah. veils um, a, a few artists will say, like, oh, this is my doujin. Like, this is just a printout of your comic. Mm. That's not a doujin. Mm-hmm. That's just a graphic novel, which is right. fine. But a doujin, this is not. Interesting. <laughs> right. So, like, it's one of those things that, like, it definitely... It has such a strong connotation to fans of a certain age mm-hmm. that I think that when some people try to use it and they use it incorrectly, it can kind of have like a visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not what word means, but okay. I can't tell you that you're wrong. Yeah. It's like, that's not cause there. Oh no, there was like, there was a smut artist that um, I follow on Twitter. Who's like, Oh, I'm publishing my first doujin. I'm like, Oh, like, are you like doing a fan work of someone else? And it's like, Oh, it's just a, it's just a book of a thing that I already did. Like that's not a doujin. It's just a graphic novel. That's literally just a graphic novel. Yeah. It's just a printing of your comic. That is not mm-hmm. a doujinshi. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I, I'm getting what you... I'm, I think I'm starting to understand the connotation then. Right. So, like, it, it from what your definition, it's a, <clears throat> it is a fan work. So, like, it's like a, like our version of fan fiction. Yes. I used air quotes if you're just listening. Not just that it's fan fiction. It's typically mm-hmm. a fan work or secondary work to a main series. Mm-hmm. So, like... Okay. But the distribution is through alternative means. Okay. So, that's typically the big part of Dojin mm-hmm. is that non-traditional publishing. Mm-hmm. And then the other aspect of it being either a fan work or almost more like an omake, where, like, it's kind of dumb, doesn't make sense, and, like, it doesn't really fit in main story, but, like, we want this here mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, <laughs> right. It's like, we want this here because we feel like it. Um, typically, they tend to be a little bit more um, self-indulgent. 
So, like, mm-hmm. if you look at, like, a lot of the ones, like, the ones that I list particularly are ones that are very self-indulgent. Like, the Gravitation Mega Mixes and Remixes are just entirely wish fulfillment from Maki Murakami. Like, they right. have really no place in the mainline story. You do technically need that information because it helps okay. understand the characters a little bit more, but your reading of Gravitation can be complete without it. Right. It's just... I wanted to do this. And actually a lot of her notes in the doujins are very much like, I just want to see these characters fuck. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, and what are you going to say? Like she created the series. Um, <laughs> like, what are you going, I'm, I'm not going to tell Maki Murakami she's wrong. So, right. <laughs> so it's like, it's not just printing the thing you already did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there usually okay. has to be some transformation to it. Mm-hmm. And in, and that's the big thing is again it's that distributed through alternative means like a lot of doujins like really hand pressed or like really really neatly pressed because it's done mm-hmm. typically indie or small batch mm-hmm. so, which is why doujin shops are so cool i love doujin oh, shops okay. um so that's the big things like when artists use it i mean the abuse of the word doujin is not the biggest battle i could have on the internet i'm mm-hmm. just old mm. i'm old and i'm bored out of all the hills i can die on and this is it <laughs> I can pick any hill to die on. I'm fine with this one, thanks. I get. I guess it's not a bad one. No, it's it's not the worst. But um, you 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 have gained some uh, insight into the Dojin world. How are you liking? I it? have. Um, I okay. So the way I've been introduced to it, which of course I do have some of Fumi Yoshinaga's doujin mm-hmm. for Antique Bakery and for um, uh, What Did You Eat Yesterday? Mm-hmm. I have not read them yet mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know why I haven't read them yet. I just keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my introduction into doujin has been through, you know, us getting stuff <laughs> yes. from a certain uh, yes. doujin publisher. And yes. so... Um, I really it that's and that's why my perception has been mm-hmm. like oh it's sort of like self published mm-hmm. stuff is what in my mind like that's what I think of or like yeah yeah self published so the self published um, part isn't wrong okay so okay we're gonna have a history of Dojin yes <laughs> so <laughs> technically the way modern Dojin started was. Really, with like Comicette, which is a really, really big uh, convention in Japan. Yeah, I've heard of that. So, not I haven't been there, but I wish. Um, I mean, I've been to Japan, but not to. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna let you keep going. Typically, doujin creators are always basing off of someone else's work, almost okay. always. Like the modern okay. definition of doujin, like ninety percent of the time, is someone working from someone else's work. Okay. Again, there are creators who have done their own, but like 80-90% it's a mangaka working from someone else's stuff. Hmm. And they print and press very, very small to avoid copyright and litigation. Okay. So that's where in Japan we get the main word for doujin. In the mm-hmm. US, it's mostly perceived like in the same line as fan fiction. Or like a mm-hmm. fan comic, and that's a good way to perceive it. You think mm-hmm. of it as a fan comic. So when you say like Dojin publisher, 
like that is like a divide by zero in my brain because mm. the whole point <laughs> is that there isn't a big distributor for that right now there okay. has been a really really big push to bring this stuff over to the u.s legally mm -hmm. um especially the ones from like other mangaka artists like a Fusanosuke, who did Maiden Rose, has done mm -hmm. a bunch of doujins for Full Metal Alchemist, and they're amazing. Mm -hmm. It was almost like she, World War II uniforms and buff men who want to fuck each other. That's her <laughs> wheelhouse. So her and Full Metal Alchemist get along very, very well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would pay so much money to get her doujins legally. Right. I, oh my god, if I could get them legally, shut up and take my money. Right, yeah. So there have been a lot of ways that American publishers have been trying to get Doge into the U.S. Mm -hmm. Oh, it has not worked very well. The big mm -hmm. thing is now licensing, because now we have to figure out how we license a Fusunosuke and an Arakawa, because it's technically not her IP, mm -hmm. and then translation. So there's a lot Interesting. of balls in the air for doujin and it coming over legally but that kind of pirate spirit that is in older fandom is one of the big things that makes doujin so cool it was something that you kind of like slid under the table like oh hey i found this thing again piracy is bad and blah blah blah, blah, blah. but like <laughs> but like that part of it that illicit frankly illegal mm -hmm. even for fusanosuke Part right. of it is what makes it so alluring. So the idea, it almost takes the fun out of it when it's like a legal doujin publisher. That's just a manga. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I mm -hmm. like manga, but a doujin this might not be. Oh. I. Does that make more sense? I think that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yes. I do think that makes more right. sense. Right. And again, like, mm -hmm. not bad and not entirely wrong. Mm -hmm. But if the whole point is kind of we're printing small in indie because what we're doing is technically illegal. Mm, by just right. publishing original IPs, mm -hmm. a doujin that is not. Okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Okay. Right. We've had yeah, a lot of talk about doujins. Yeah. <laughs> That made sense. Like, that actually, yes. We landed the plane. <laughs> I fully now understand. Okay. Yes, what you were, because I was like, I don't know if I get it, but now, yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just just, just yes. publishing an original IP one-to-one, -one, right. a doujin this is not. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, that's yes. doujin. Um, I would love if we got more doujin in the U.S. legally mm -hmm. um, and translated because again like some of the some of the doujins they do add a lot to the story um to not talk about antique bakery for five minutes and talk about maiden rose <laughs> for the third time uh one of the doujins that fusanosuke does for um maiden rose is mm -hmm. klaus and taki's time in military school and that's a very important part of their relationship that you only hear about in snippets in the manga mm -hmm. But you need to know their relationship when they were in military school. So when Taki basically blue balls Klaus and Klaus gets upset about it, right. now you know why. <laughs> because otherwise, if you just read volume one, it really feels like it's coming out of nowhere. Mm. And not I, I'm a very, very soft Klaus apologist. 
he's still bad and he still does bad things but Taki's not entirely innocent either mm. but you really need that story from when they were in military school together to see how hot they burned mm-hmm. when Taki was allowed to be away from home only then to make Klaus abandon his entire life go to another country serve under a military that does not like or respect him because of race issues and then be ignored by the person he loves more than anyone else because they can't be together in his country that sounds tragic it is it's very dramatic um it's why i love it so much yeah i was just about to say why i I love it so much but like again it doesn't make anything that klaus does okay but it adds so much more context to like mm-hmm. why because otherwise like it feels like it goes from zero to rape real fast it's like right. whoa what happened right which it makes me wonder like why could... sometimes i do wonder like why couldn't the mangaka just put certain things in there so then they don't have to make a whole separate doujin so writer to, to write things. so here's a writer speaking writing is hard mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's just hard and sometimes you don't have those answers mm-hmm. when you're doing it uh, okay so like i have a really really long which is technically a doujin for gravitation mm-hmm. that i started when i was in high school mm-hmm. i am just now answering questions that i started 10 15 years ago mm-hmm. because now i have the clarity of mind and now the characters have been through enough, and now I've matured enough as a writer to finally start answering some of those questions. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just drop a mystery box, and it's just there. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> like there's like it's just that's the only answer. Writing is hard. Mm-hmm. That's why not everyone does it. Like it's just hard and. Sometimes you don't have space within your narrative. There's actually probably a reason why it was cut from the original narrative because mm-hmm. it gave away the ghost. So again, like you kind of you do need it for the main story, but in hindsight, it's a much cooler read. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. I still need the main context of the story. Mm-hmm. But now I know when Klaus is saying all these things about when we were back in school, now I understand what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the um, Antique Bakery doujin. You need to get through Antique Bakery before you get to that doujin. So yeah. no, she couldn't have just tacked that in on... Mm. She couldn't have just had an epilogue episode. No, like... <laughs> just add, a, add another car to the train. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Or, oh my god, the best example of that is Gravitation, where there's volumes, 10 plus of the mega mixes and the remixes of just expository information that you are never getting in the mainline series. Mm. And it completely rewrites your reading of Gravitation. Mm -hmm. It's a complete reading if you never get it. (laughs) But if you do... It completely reframes the entire series. Hmm. So, yeah, it isn't as simple as why couldn't you just say that here? Right. Because I couldn't. Like, that's why. Because <laughs> I... I love, I love writer interviews, and I love when people ask me, like, my process. 
like, why did you make this decision? I have no idea. I don't know. I just just did. I it just happened. It's like, what what inspired you to make this line? Probably Dr. Pepper and not sleeping. It's like there's no like there's no the mythology around writing is so amazing to me. It's like, oh, you know, the writer, they just sit in their little room and they, they flitter away to be typey. No, a lot of it is just like angry masturbation, crying, and then like feverishly ejaculating words onto a Google Doc. And like a fit of feverish mania. Sounds. It's not elegant. So it's fun. N- I'm so tired. All and the yet time. you still do. I mean, I say that as someone who still takes ballet classes after. Right. Like, yeah. Like it's tearing it's, up her feet. But, right. Like, it's know. killing me, but I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Because I love it. So, yeah, I, I guess. Right. Like, it's her, it's any. You know. Right. Like, you're going to. What was that? A uh, Black Swan. That movie that everyone had too much fun watching. I never saw it. Do you just? I oh, I was about to say, like, do you not see movies? I know the answer. I that don't. Question. You don't. Yeah, I'm not a huge movie. I was going to say, and then I remembered. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. I don't. It's very like if I'm watching a movie, I'm either being forced to watch it. <laughs> Natalie Portman or... and Mila Kunis are in it. Yeah, I know, and I love them both. Um, I even I would like to see it. I think it's um weird. Yeah. I think everyone thinks they know what it means only to find out they don't know what it means. Mm. I, I feel like it's like one of those movies because I'm pretty sure it's a Darren Aronofsky and he's like king director of you think you know what right. this is and you actually have no idea. Um, which is fair. So as we talk about artists destroying themselves, uh, why, why, why fan work? Why? Why can't you just not? So actually... I got into this with someone about like fan fiction because I write fan mm-hmm. fiction. It's like, well, why do you do that? Isn't what the isn't what the writer wrote enough? How, how come mm-hmm. you think you can do it better? And I just casually said because I know I can. My dick is bigger than yours. Like, <laughs> like it's like how come? How do you have the nerve to think that you're better than J.K. Rowling? Well, firstly, mm-hmm. I'm not a turf, so I'm already better. <laughs> There's that. There's that. Secondly, man, she's just awful. Oh. Yeah. Secondly, because I want to. And even if I don't think I'm better, like, I think the thing that a lot of people also forget about fan work is that most of the time, no one's getting paid for this. Mm-hmm. I don't owe anyone anything. If I want to write 5,000 words about Draco Malfoy making very, very sweet love to Harry Potter. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, why shouldn't you? Why, like, instead of asking, like, why do you do this? Why not? Like, why not do it? If you have the, if you, I won't say If you want to. If you want to do it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the big thing. If I, you want to make the time mm-hmm. to do it, then do it. I don't. Right. Because I will say, like, there's a gatekeepery older part of fandom that's like, you aren't a fan unless you make something. I don't think that's mm-hmm. true. I will that's never. Yeah, that's gross. So silly. Like, okay, I was going to say, I don't, well, I do make videos about the things that I like on the internet. Yeah, that's so technically I guess a fan work. I'm making something. You are. But. Um, you, are, you are contributing. 
Yeah, but even if I didn't, like, before I, because, like, I was a manga fan before right. I started making videos. Like, right. So they can eat my ass. <laughs> well, but also, again, like, we didn't have things like this back then. Mm-hmm. So, like, unless you were, like, very tangibly creating, mm-hmm. it was hard to prove fandom. So, like, I'm not yeah. saying it's right, but right. because I was there, I kind of yeah. get where the thought process is. Yeah. We didn't I have think... elaborate YouTube shows back in the day. Right. Like, right. unless you were drawing the fucking Sharingan on every binder you had in school, how and else was anyone supposed to know? Right. Unless you were talking about the fanfic that you wrote with your friends mm-hmm. and, like, some kind of weird high school circle jerk, how mm-hmm. else was anyone going to know? Right. Like. Yeah. that's And I have to remember, too, like, the ages that, like, Exactly. When you, because when you are that young, of course you're kind of an asshole, <laughs> like, and you kind of think like, oh, if you don't do this, then you're not, a, like. I don't think me, it was just like, that you were kind of an asshole. I think it was. Yeah. It well, okay. I, I, I said just. Me. I didn't say that there's no part of it that's asshole. <laughs> I just think it's not as simple as that. <laughs> but please continue. Well, okay, because I have always been. Well, you, you've, I, we've been friends for long enough. I think you've figured out that I'm just very much like, I'm, when it comes to stuff like this, I'm so chill. Like, right. if someone tells me that they like anime, I'm not going to question them. Sure. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, if you like anime, you know, or if they like manga or whatever. Like, I just don't, I'm just like, oh, cool. You like, you know, and I might say, well, oh, you like anime? Like, what one do you, like, what do you like? And then mm-hmm. we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just, I'm just not a gatekeeper-y person when it comes to stuff like this mm-hmm. um when it comes to fan stuff mm-hmm. and so for me like it's just a hard concept to like to really empathize with because i'm just like you sound like it just sounds really like i don't know like it just kind of sounds jerky so like, okay so here's my very 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 soft offensive gatekeeping because mm. i grew up in like dallas which is like peak mm. nerd city a lot of gatekeeping like actually um i was at a convention a few years ago and I was in a comic book shop, and I had a, I had a like, random kid clock me and mm-hmm. was like, name all the Robins from Batman and Robin. And I missed one. Mm-hmm. I missed – I literally missed um, the most recent one, Damian Wayne. But mm-hmm. I even included the dumb girl one that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was always Legends of the Hidden Temple because there was so much proving that women had to do, that mm-hmm. black women had to do, that mm-hmm. queer people had to do to show that they were a fan. Right. And I will say that there is a part of me that genuinely loves that experience mm-hmm. because now I can fucking fight you and I know yeah. that I know more than you and I know that my dick is bigger than yours because uh-huh. I've had to study. Yeah. I have had to know all the lantern cores and all of their oaths. I had to know all of the tribes in Naruto. I had mm-hmm. to know all the state military stuff in Full Metal Alchemist. I didn't have the luxury of being able to just say, I like anime. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be dropped at that. Yeah. See, I think that's where we're different because even back then, mm-hmm. I, listen, I, I'm just not, I wish somebody would try to check. Like, don't, don't, I wish, I wish somebody would try to come to me and say, oh, well, I don't, I just don't care. Like, I just don't care. And I don't care. Like, I don't care enough. I don't care enough to like, to do all of that, to prove to some random ass person that I'm a fi- like I'm just like I know how well I, I was never doing it of my own accord like I was never like putting my dick on the table 
I had I was asked a they were, lot. You were being challenged. I was being yeah. challenged. It was a yeah. du- like when I think it was like Legends yeah. of the Hidden Temple. That's what it was. It was like ascending layers of fedora douche to actually right. fucking check out. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying that that's right. I'm there's no part of me that's advocating that. Or but saying you wouldn't that that's change right. your experience. Exactly. Because, yeah, which is, yeah. That's because totally... it made me a stronger fan. Mm-hmm. It made me a fan who can take people's bullshit. It made yeah. me a fan that doesn't care. But also it made me a fan that's knowledgeable. Because mm-hmm. I do care. Yeah. Down to the granular level. And it may again be when I was reading and doing a lot of this stuff. Because I was a kid and had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... As someone who literally has a 14-year-old and a 7-year-old, kids don't have shit to do. Don't argue with me. <laughs> I'm going to argue with you a little bit because you don't know my life when I was 14. That's true. Okay, Thank I'll you. give you that. Yeah, you don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we didn't have anything better to do. And I think that I think that there is, in some cases, a loving intention to that challenge. Because there is nothing Maybe. like trying to have a conversation with someone and you're here and they're here. That's the most deflating feeling in the entire world. Cause I've had that like with the rise of Marvel movies mm-hmm. where you get the dude bro, yeah, Star Lord. I'm like, oh my gosh, the Nova Corps is so cool. Where do you expect? I don't know what the fucking Nova Corps is. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, okay, shut up. I hate you. Like, <laughs> and again, I know that there's a place for casual fandom, but that's right. a shitty feeling. It just sucks. Yeah. It just, right. it's just a shitty feeling to Cause like, because you're excited to to and like, yeah. again, for a lot of us fans, we've been training our whole lives for this. Mm. And because of the access, any jerk off can just go see a Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. And, un- mm-hmm. and and understand it. Right. I use big uh, quotation I mean, marks if you're not watching the video. Right. Like... <laughs> That, yeah, no, I mean, from that perspective, I can, yeah. if I'm looking at it from the perspective of someone who's just excited, sure. and you say that you like something, and then they are, they, so, like, maybe they're not quizzing you out of malice, it's right. just excitement. Right. Um, so that, that is way more understandable. Yeah, than, no, I, fuck all those guys in Dallas who were, like, yeah. quiz mastering <laughs> me. Fuck all right. of them. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I think that there's... I think that there's a bit of, I think there's a reason to it. And especially like as I get older and as I see these things that they were concerned about when I was younger, like cosplayers who are only doing this for clout, mm-hmm. <laughs> like girls who've never seen an anime and are dressing as this character because they mm-hmm. got commissioned, I use quotes again, by a company mm-hmm. to do a lewd. Like, yeah. I don't have the same reaction but I get it. I'd also yeah. be frustrated if I was trying to talk to a girl who yeah. said that she was into a thing. And I don't and just she... mean girls. Because, like, okay, so I had this with Harry Potter not long ago. I was on the bus. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy, and he had the, a backpack with all the Horcrux symbols. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Like, what house are you in? And he's like, I don't know what any of these symbols mean. I just thought it was cool looking. Uh... And I was – I'm like, first of all, that's how you get demons. Don't ever just buy something because you think it looks cool. Right. Don't don't fucking some... ever. Yeah. That is a hundred percent how you get demons. <laughs> don't really ever is. go into like a secondhand store. Oh, I just bought this box because it looks cool. That's how you get demons. It has like engravings and stuff on it. Right. Like, like it has like engravings and weird markings. Like you know the Horcrux symbol from Harry Potter. 
It was covered in that. That's how right. you get demons. Don't ever I, buy something. If I just, didn't know what it was, I would not. I wouldn't absolutely touch it with a ten foot pole. No. But I'm also like we're also black. No, I'm, right. We're I also black. Know I'm not religious. I was raised. We're very superstitious. We're, we're we don't fuck with that. No, we so. don't. We don't. So like that was such a deflating experience because mm-hmm. I thought I met Ken. Right. I yeah. Because and again, like you also have to think about it back in the day where this shit was not popular. Right. It wasn't. Like, it blows my mind that conventions are what they are now, for better or worse. Like, it just wasn't like that. So I think it's rooted in something that is real. It's to abate that disappointment, because it sucks. Now, what it became was an excuse to be a misogynist and a racist and a homophobe and a transphobe, and that can go fuck itself right off. Right. But I think yeah. it's genuinely rooted in I'm just trying to figure out who my family is. Right. And that that makes a lot of sense. And I will okay. say I have an added like for me, I think an added layer for like for my how I interact with things is that like I've always been I'm used to being mm-hmm. alone in fandom, if that makes it, sense. I've never been like, alone. Like I've I'm used to, because like I grew up for one again we're black we are you know so this is I white people shit a black family yep. where the stuff that I was like which I didn't discover I didn't find out about manga till I was an adult but mm-hmm. like I was into stuff that like nobody else in my family was you know sure. into kids at school um like and I was in like this weird position to where like. I mean, in high school, I was a cheerleader, mm-hmm. but I was also into, like, nerdy stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, the nerds didn't want to, like, this is, this is going to sound so weird. Nerds were too afraid to you were a cheerleader. Um, talk to me because I was a cheerleader, mm-hmm. and they thought, like, they had all these beliefs about how I was going to mm-hmm. treat them or whatever, and then, like, the popular people, the cheerleaders, mm-hmm. if I wanted to stay in good with them they couldn't know that I was right. like, a nerd. So I, I had to like kind of tell You were living a double life. Line. Yeah. So I was like always on my own. See, with my and I had the opposite experience and, in high school. Mm-hmm. I got to be Prince nerd. I was president of the uh, anime club. I was on the debate team. I got to be king nerd and I made a reputation of being mm-hmm. king nerd. So right. I had a following. I had a flock. I had people right. that were into the same thing that I was. I've never been alone in fandom. Right. So, yeah, like... So, you're used to... Yeah, for me, though, like, even in college... Like, even when I got to college... I was president um, in college. I did find some people mm-hmm. that were into what I mean. Like, well, I found Matt, honestly. Like, and then, like, I had, like, a small group of people. Mm-hmm. But even at the college that I first went to... Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's small. It was a rural town, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, a rural college town mm-hmm. where... Um, people just weren't like there just weren't a whole lot sure of people, you know so I was always kind of alone right and then when I found manga I was mm-hmm. uh newly married new mom mm-hmm. didn't leave the house really mm-hmm. and so like I had you know again I was alone so I'm used to being alone in fandom mm-hmm. so the whole like idea of this big fandom thing is so foreign to me mm-hmm. and like so the idea of having to prove myself mm-hmm. is foreign to me because I've never 
had to because I I was always alone. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It yeah. makes complete sense. Like yeah, the right. idea of being alone to me makes no sense because I've right. never had that. I've never. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think like as an adult, this is the most alone I've been in fandom. But even then, like all of yeah. my friends are still fans, and we still have mm-hmm. discourse. And then I panel and I go to conventions. Mm-hmm. So like this might be like the most alone I've been. So again, like I think. I think the gatekeeping part is rooted in something. I think yeah. it where it went is bad and I hate it and right. fuck that shit. But I think it's rooted in I'm just trying to find my family. I can respect I really yeah, I, can I really think it is because yeah. like it sucks. And like it sounds really selfish and petty, but like when you're 16, 17 years old mm-hmm. and this is your whole thing because you have nothing else going on in your life. Mm-hmm. That deflation can be deadly. Yeah. It's a form of rejection. Right. It sucks. Right. It makes you feel like... It makes you feel like you're a freak, like something's wrong with you. Or Mm -hmm. honestly, it's just disappointing. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm an adult, and I get really hyped up over MCU movies, and when people aren't Mm -hmm. on my level about it, it upsets me. Because Mm -hmm. I've been investing in this stuff, not just for the 10 years of the MCU, my whole fucking life. Right. So... Yeah, like, it just sucks not being on the same level as people. And that sounds, like, super more pretentious than I mean for it to sound, but you know what no, I mean. No, but I get what you mean. Because it's, like, you you want to find other people who are just as excited about exactly. this thing as you are. It's not even – I mean, yeah, you could say, like, the way you worded it. Yeah. But I think – what you, I I hear what you mean. Right. Because it sounds <laughs> so, like, get yeah. on my level, new, but, like, I don't right. know Right, yeah, no, I hear Because, honestly, like, even my friends that aren't on my level, they're enthusiastic mm-hmm. to hear about it. Yeah. It's the deflation part that's like, what the fuck is that? Right, right. Well, now, uh, yeah. Now it, I feel it, gross. It, now I feel like an idiot. Right. Like now. Yeah. Because it's also vulnerable. Because again, like back in the day, this mm-hmm. stuff was not popular. I'm right. essentially bearing a small piece of my soul to you mm-hmm. that could get me socially ostracized. Right, yeah. Because I thought I could trust you. You right. have the same symbol on your bag that I do. We're supposed right. to be family. Mm-hmm. But you're not. Right. Because you don't actually know. And now right. I've exposed this part of myself. And I'm feeling vulnerable. And I'm feeling very and vulnerable and rejected yeah. and hurt. Right. And then you can be, and some people manifest that in defensiveness. Right. You know? Some of them <laughs> become homophobes. <laughs> or turfs. Yeah, some of them become turfs, which yeah. is not acceptable. But, you know. No, like, please don't. I, again, giant air quotes, I can see how. You know, if I was a if I was one of those nerdy, gross comic book guys, mm-hmm. and I kept meeting girl after girl after girl who wasn't on my level, yeah, I'd get disillusioned too. Uh, Not enough I to see, be a yeah. fucking misogynist, but I, right, Amanda with the hot takes. Not enough to be a fucking misogynist, but like, cause I cause actually I get that with men, cause I'll say mm-hmm. that I'm into comic books and they'll immediately assume that I'm not on their level. And they'll talk down to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to fucking slice your kneecaps open. Mm-hmm. Because I know I know more than you. <laughs> I know I know more than you. Right. And I'll fight you. <laughs> so why two fan work? Yeah. Um, why, why, why fan work? So there's a few reasons. Um, sometimes writers are bad and you can just do better. Oh. Fair. Sometimes they're bad. Oh. Sometimes there's a... They're, they're only human, so... And I say bad, like, lovingly. Because, I mean, like, obviously, like... Well, no, because I can't say, like, publishing means good things. Because now anyone can publish. It, so Right. 
Amanda Shady. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even back in the day, I mean, real talk. Yeah, like, like Amanda, just because it's published doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's, it's good. Good. Right. Like, I was gonna list a book, and I'm like, I'm gonna get read to filth. But I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, don't do it. Oh. <laughs> but um, sometimes there's characters or a pairing or a setting that you want to explore more. Um, that's what I found is the big things. Like one of the things that got me like writing Harry Potter was wanting to explore more Slytherin because mm. I'm very, very proud of being a Slytherin despite J.K. Rowling being a turf. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes the ending was bad. Yeah. And you have every right to be mad about that. Um, sometimes you just want to. One of the biggest things that I always say is I write for revenge because there's a character that I feel was wronged or a, mm. an aspect of like that world that I feel was wronged. And it's like, I'm going to do this better because mm-hmm. you did not, you did this, you did them dirty and I don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. Or to just escape. I think that's one of the biggest things. Cause again, like did this when I was young and had nothing to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was really just escapism. Mm-hmm. My life was shitty back then, right. but you know, what wasn't shitty. Inuyasha's forest. <laughs> Yeah. Or it was shitty in a different way. Like, the state military and Full Metal Alchemist wasn't shitty. Whatever right. weird high school that Light Yagami and Death Note goes to, that wasn't as shitty. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a lot of fan work was about escapism. Of and course. it was about control. For many of us who'd been through trauma, it was about a mm-hmm. way of reclaiming sex and sexuality as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that is really a whole other conversation that we could have mm-hmm. um, was oh, this yeah. kind of like reconquista of sex and sexuality and gender orientation mm-hmm. but at the heart of it is escapism and as I got back to writing fanfic because I stopped for a little while and even now as I'm publishing fanfic again mm-hmm. I forgot how cool that escapism was because it always just felt like work like especially as I got older it always just felt like work it felt like an obligation like it was like it was something that I it was it was something that I had to drain it was something that I had to like expend from my body Mm -hmm. but it's not like at the end of the day it's a beautiful escapism and I think that you shouldn't ignore that part um yeah so how do I, uh, listener, get started doing a fan work if you want to? Um, I literally did make an allusion to The Sound of Music because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> Just do it. And if you don't want to, literally no one's making you. Because I will yeah. say, this is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there is a, uh, a casual fan work life sometimes. Yeah, I mean sometimes. Even, yeah, well, because even with if we're say if we're considering like what I do, fan work with mm-hmm. videos and all, like me, I'm like, oh, I just want to. This is just a hobby. I just want to be casual. And then two seconds later, oh my god, let's do all of these things. So, right. I mean, I get your text messages. I know. I'm yeah. I'm there. I, I get I your have, messages. I've been called out not just by you, but also my other podcast host because I, I was like we're only doing this once a month and we're only gonna do and then like two days later it's like oh my I'm gosh gonna, hey. no i'm gonna drag the fuck out of you so asia when i when i prostrated in front of her and presented this one of the things that we always said was that this would be like casual and low-key <laughs> asia will message me at all hours of the christian day do you want to go live this weekend it's like i have things to do i have a job 
it's like just for the person who screamed at me yeah I, this is just a hobby i just want to keep this casual i just want to keep this low-key asia is the first one <laughs> to hop on my dick and demand that we do something yeah and i and i love her for it but so. i just i you know i i don't even know why i've, I've liked it like i literally be like i don't want to do anything and then do everything and then text me five <laughs> messages of things that you want to do and then complains when I say, okay, I'll make time to do it. Well, no, and I don't want to. This is just a hobby. And then I do it anyway. And then you do it anyways, but then you complain afterwards. <laughs> Even though it was your idea and I made time for it. And then it's like, I just wanted this to be low key. Like, okay. Drastic. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, I don't think that there's an easy way to be casual with this. No, because it's And fun. I say that lovingly. I, and, but I just I don't want anyone to get in over their heads true because here's yeah. another big thing with fan work is that if you are sharing um, the internet is full of assholes Ooh. now I'm very lucky that I have not received a great deal of scrutiny on my work mm-hmm. because I don't suck <laughs> little I've also been doing this for like 20 years I hope I don't mm-hmm. suck by now <laughs> I've also been doing this since I was a literal child right I hope with this many years of experience, I don't suck. Um, (laughs) But sometimes people are dicks. And sometimes Mm -hmm. rightfully. Because, again, like, I think that you only get better with criticism. Mm -hmm. And I have to be careful with how I say this. Mm -hmm. If you can't handle that, I would recommend not tiptoeing into this world. And I will caveat by saying... No one likes unhelpful critiques. Well, sure. Yeah, there's... No one likes that. Yeah, don't be rude, like, for no reason. I mean, it's the internet. But fortunately for me, most of the comments I've received on my published work as of now has been positive. Mm -hmm. And I am thankful for it. I wouldn't mind a negative critique. Tell me what I can do better. Yeah. Tell me if this is pejorative. Tell me if I'm tropey as fuck. Tell me if I'm too out of character. Mm -hmm. I can ignore you. Right, yeah. But if someone has a valid critique of what I did, please tell me. Yeah. Now, I admit, I get a lot of very unhelpful critiques as a panelist. Yeah. But just because I don't get paid for it doesn't mean that I'm above scrutiny. Right. I would say for me, the only time, specifically for, like, my YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. the only time, which, I and I will be honest, like, I don't typically get a whole lot of, I don't really get, like, it's, I mostly get positive comments. Right, I was like, um, who's coming for you? Yeah, no one's coming for me. But, like, um, I have had people, mm-hmm. like, kind of make comments about, let's say, like, um, what was it? Oh, one time, because, like, you know, I deal with my camera kind of, like, take, mm-hmm. it takes a long time sometimes sure. to get back into focus. People have commented on that, and my first thought was, like, bitch, you want to buy me a new camera then? Like, because I'm sorry, but, like, that's a big, like, when people start talking, when people start critiquing, like, mm-hmm. the equipment that I'm using mm-hmm. um, or whatever, like, that irritates me because I'm like, do you I know how much money it costs? Like, do you know how, like, honestly, mm-hmm. like. I, re- I remember when we first started doing this podcast, like, how like he did sensitive you would get. i i and do like get, and yeah. again no i get it 
I it's I, just, it's a soft spot for me just because and that's fair. I know how much money goes into mm-hmm. like people just act like it's so easy like they're like oh you you need a new you need a better mic and I'm like mm-hmm. do you have better mic money right like, I just I get really well and like and there's that. another aspect of this that I think is fascinating because I had this with my other podcast host mm-hmm. at the end of our first year we did a retrospective episode mm-hmm. and like I just pulled questions from like a website like you know like typical interview questions and one of them was like you know what was your biggest failure. We both have generalized anxiety. So, like, that was the yeah. worst question to ask us. Because every episode is a failure. <laughs> like, every episode yeah. for us. And I, and I say that lovingly. But, like, mm-hmm. every episode is bad for us. Mm-hmm. We all, like, every episode is like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, right. fuck. Like, that, we had an audio crackle. Like, right. it, was, it was emotional flagellation mm-hmm. having to go through and think about that. Because we've already done it to a granular level. We have anxiety. That's all we do is right. sit and just pick and at old wounds. All That's all we do. So we didn't yep. need any more feedback about that. Mm-hmm. We had already had that conversation with ourselves 50 times in different languages. Right. So there's that part that I get. But then again, don't publish. So, like, I actually had yeah. this conversation with a friend who's doing a Kinktober, which I'm not doing because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> just full disclosure, I'm not doing it. I don't feel okay. like it. There are things that I've written that will never be shown the public light mm-hmm. because I'm not in the mood to defend it. Right. It was stuff that I either wrote when I was in high school or hasn't aged well or that's not a word that we use anymore because a lot of my writing grew up with me. Right. So guess what? That's in the reserve collection. No one's seeing that. Yeah. And that's fine because except I'm not going to, huh? Except for you I and I, upon my death. Um, <laughs> just waiting. Just, just waiting. Um, but like, no, because I'm not in the mood to defend myself against some mm-hmm. fucking woke ass 16 year old who's like, I don't like the usage of that word for trans people. I don't either. But it was 2006, mm-hmm. it was the word we had. Right. We had no other word. It's not an excuse. It's just a reality. Figure out what medium works best for you. Mm-hmm. Remember to have fun. Collaborate. Research. And find the best tools for you. My big thing is I like to keep costs low unless I'm really, really into it. Mm-hmm. Note that I didn't get a good microphone for podcasting until I'd been podcasting for years. I didn't right. just... I did not buy the cart before the horse. Right. So course. if you're thinking about doing fan art... Don't get a Wacom tablet yet. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if, even if, like, if you want to do YouTube videos, when I first started doing YouTube, before Mama Loves Manga, mm-hmm. I recorded all, and edited mm-hmm. all on my iPhone. And at the time, I think, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember which iPhone I had. Mm-hmm. Whatever was out. Mm-hmm. Whatever was probably already old in 2016, mm-hmm. honestly. So, you know, I filmed and edited everything on mm-hmm. my phone. Um, and then eventually I got a, a laptop. Eventually mm-hmm. I got, you know, the editing software. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got a camera. Mm-hmm. And I've had the same camera ever since I've got, like, ever mm-hmm. since I got it. You know, and I mean, over time I've upgraded. Sure. I guess you could say I've upgraded. Sure. I've added more equipment. Um, but that's just as I've felt like okay i'm gonna keep doing this exactly i'm going to invest a little bit honestly also too i have it's because i have a husband who really likes tech stuff and so so anytime i have like any interest he's like oh this is what you need and then we'll buy stuff and i'm like oh a new thing for me to 
try to figure out how to use thanks but then yeah. it all works out but you right. know it's just don't don't feel pressure to have to and also don't feel pressure to be good because you're not going to be good your yeah. first video or fan art whatever you the, whatever you're doing yeah your first one's gonna suck yeah oh like if i had to go dig up my just, old first fan fiction it's trash yeah it's like i can promise you it's trash in all fairness even if you're I don't think I suck. I still think 90% of what I do is trash. That's also, yeah. yeah. And, like, I'll have little moments where I'm like, this was a good paragraph. And I'll share that with yeah. a friend. And I'm like, I wrote a good paragraph. I'm like, you did good. And I like, fully understand that. Like, I'll – don't even get me started. On, like, and I feel like the- such a little gremlin because I actually just did that. I wrote a really, really long post for Fangirl Nation about, like, missing cosplay. And I wrote, like, uh-huh. one good paragraph. And I had, like – one, I had the biggest fucking boner, and then two, I felt like such a fucking gremlin. Like, sure, I'm like, look at this paragraph I wrote. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> felt like such a goddamn little, like, hobgoblin. I hated it. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what I love is, like, when I am doing something that I am that I am getting paid for, mm-hmm. and then I, like, look at it, I'm like, why the fuck does somebody pay me for this? Like, oh, I get it's just, I feel, I'm just like, this is disgusting, this is stupid, I... nobody's gonna like this. And then it's fine. <laughs> I get that a lot with, like, conventions that book me for, like, panels. Yeah. Like, why the fuck does anyone let me do it's this? Like, why am I doing why like, does why anyone, am I here? <laughs> why does anyone give me a microphone? Because all I'm going to do is screech about feminism. I'm not even oh, going to talk about anime. syndrome. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not even going to talk about anime. I'm just going to yell about feminism and being mentally ill. Oh, God. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> yeah like like yeah like start start small and start cheap because like oh my god you have no you have no idea how many artists i know like oh my god i'm gonna do art i just bought a tablet you're not good enough for that no you just (laughs) wasted money right please get a get a little cheap get a yeah one of those sketch pads right start on fucking paper yeah get some construction paper it's like a dollar at walmart some paper Maybe get some, some nice pins or something. Treat yeah, yourself whatever. a little bit. Maybe get like some nice like ten, fifteen dollar pins. Right. Don't, you don't need Coptic for your first fucking whatever squiggle doodle. Please, yeah. Please you don't, don't need that. Like you're not good. It's okay. You're a fetus. Like you right. don't. <laughs> exactly. Like that'd be like when I first started. When I first started doing, or when I first got, um, my point shoes. Like. Do mm-hmm. you think I went out and bought $100 point shoes? Absolutely not. No. I bought some cheap ones because I was like, first of all, I got to make sure. I don't even know if I, I like this yet. Do this. Yeah. Right. Now I buy more expensive ones. Sure. But or I, like me with wigs. When I first yeah. started wearing wigs for cosplay, they were all oh, hateful listen. and cheap because yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to be here. I didn't know yep. if I wanted to do this. Yeah, that's a great example because my first YouTube channel, I used to do wig reviews and mm-hmm. I started with like cheap wigs. You start with those hateful and then cheap yes. wigs and then eventually i was making my own wigs from yeah. human hair and you know what i mean like i you you have to start yeah. somewhere you have to start so just don't preload thinking that it's gonna like make your stuff better because that's the big right. thing that i see a lot is like oh if i buy the best everything my art's gonna look better right. no you're no. still gonna be shitty just with expensive clothes yep exactly yep. i'm a bad and person. you're gonna be mad because you've spent and your then you're gonna be mad because your art still looks like shit even and now like you poor. have Procreate, <laughs> and you have an iPad, and you have all these Coptic markers, and you have like all this expensive, yep. like like the gauche paints. And then you're just gonna be mad because your art still looks like shit, yep. because you're still a shitty artist. You have to practice. You have to practice. It takes time. 
Like, just because I have a Yeti microphone does not mean I'm a good podcaster. Absolutely. Listen. I'm not a good podcaster. You're literally listening to us right now. Right. Like, like just because you have the equipment does not make you good. Right. It's not, it, it, it is not going, lipstick does not improve the look of a pig. Well. Are you fucking pigs? No, but I was just thinking about, on Animal Crossing, I have a pig oh. villager and she's so cute. I love that I was immediately concerned that you were, like, doing something gross with animals. Yeah, that's concerning. You (laughs) have spent a lot of time that we have recorded discussing wolves. Yeah, but Lagoshi, not freaking actual wolves. And I've never mentioned pigs. That's why I was concerned. I have standards. Do you? Do you have standards? Standards, who is she? Does she go here? <laughs> oh, that was a fun conversation about fan works and dojins. Bless oh, you. Excuse me. Thank you. I barely coughed. Yay. I get to, <laughs> that was, I get to do a breathing I, treatment after this. Oh, yeah. And you did talk, like, we've talked a lot for, like, what, three hours now? So yeah, it's been three hours. You're going to definitely need a, a, a breathing treatment. I and made some, some rest. tea before I, before I recorded. I had my California pizza kitchen for lunch, which was yeah. great. I have dessert in the fridge. Mm. I, I sound like one of those, like, semi-abused White Housewives where they, like, squirrel away food. It's like, I'm going to treat myself. And it's, like, 9 o'clock at night, and they're, like, in the dark, hunched over, like, eating, like, the driest piece of cake. <laughs> Did it get too real? They get too I mean, real. I'm not. I'm neither abused nor white. But you do I that. do be in the. I do be in their kitchen. <laughs> like it's just... 10 p.m. Like not even 10 p.m. Like nine. Like 2 a.m. I'm like I'm hungry. I'm it just feels like you remember gargoyles where they're just like they're like scavenging for food in the night with like their claws. That's just what it always. That's me. <coughs> just up in the middle of the night, like random. I'm hungry. <laughs> Like I've been good today. I'm going to treat myself. <laughs> you become some kind of like bat creature, and it's like 10 p.m. and you're just like gnawing on like the saddest piece of like Walmart sheet cake. It's like just the saddest, <laughs> just the saddest so dried out piece of Walmart sheet cake. Like it's I've been, been sitting out on the counter. It's been sitting. It hasn't been covered. Like the cover is like half in the frosting. It's just the saddest dry end corner. It's like I okay, feel good. I will give myself. I've never been that bad. Though, good. I mean, I grew up with a baker as a mother, but so you... I I could never do that to myself. Okay, I'm glad. Dry ass cake. I'm glad because because um. <laughs> I've I've, so, I've seen I've seen some uh, MLM women who do that, and I'm just like, like, girl, if you don't. <laughs> Get some actual delicious cake. At, at least. least put that shit in the microwave so it softens a little. Yeah. Oof. Oof. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. It's been, I feel like it's like all those stories of people who like get abducted by aliens or just like they get zooped up and then like two hours later they have like no like, clothes and they're in the woods. Like, what happened? What happened? Where, where am I? I? Mean, real talk, like after we're done recording... <laughs> 
I never remember what I've said until no, I go back to you could edit. not. Same. Because, like, <laughs> someone called me narcissistic for, like, going over my old panels and, like, my old... No, you have to, to see because what Because I said. don't know what I've said. <laughs> I, I genuinely black out. I, I don't... I could like, not... I... As soon as Asia hits end and I hit leave studio, because we're probably going to talk for, like, 30 more minutes afterwards... Completely it's done. done. I'm gonna be sitting on my nebulizer playing Pokemon. Like, what the fuck was I yeah. doing for three hours? I'm gonna go eat, and then like I won't think about it until it's time for me to start. Right editing. until you have I'm to like, edit, oh. which is why like I get all these text messages. Jeez. Like, I can't believe we fucking said that. I'm just like, I have to cut this out. <laughs> I have to cut this out. Like, we we talked about dicks this? for a really long time. Like, and not even like on topic dick. Like, just like, just random dick. <laughs> just random dick. <laughs> so, like, what is wrong with us? Like, what? <laughs> so where 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 can uh. Where, where can our listeners find us? So you can find... Us as a uh, unit. Us as a unit. Did you just accept it? I'm high on cough medicine. Well, I will take that. I'm you kidding. You can find us as a unit, um, obviously here. Um, what is here, Aisha? Uh, you have so to say you, it. If you're watching this, it's our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yowie Shelf. The, I, I think I changed it to the Yowie Shelf finally. Nothing matters. It. It's an article. Yes. So, the Yowie Shelf. And then you can also find us on Anchor. Yes. Um, and then you can also find us on Twitter. At yes. The Yowie Shelf. Yes. Um, do we have any other? No, those three. Yeah. We do we those. need more? Do we need Instagram? Think, no, we really don't. Yeah. We really don't. We don't need Instagram. Sometimes I get tempted and I'm just like, bitch, What will we out. share? What would we put know. on Instagram? I don't even know what we would I don't know what we would put on Instagram, really, what honestly. Would we do? Anchor is our main hub, but literally wherever podcasts are streamed, you can find us. Yes. Including yes. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Yes. Also, please, <laughs> before we finish, please leave us reviews. Yeah, reviews are uh, monumentally helpful to us, um, so long as they're constructive. I mean, I guess, you know what? Honestly, if you want to tell us that you hate us, um, that's fine too because we will read it out loud and we will drag and, you in a live and stream we will, yeah we'll just laugh um, you can find me separately um, at ITMA on Twitter and at Amanda Actually on WordPress if you like long winded blog posts about stuff you can support the podcast uh, on Anchor monetarily you don't have to uh, we're going to keep saying this until the crows come home the cows come home the crows are already home where yeah. are the crows I'm tired. It's okay. <laughs> so, you can support us monetarily. Again, you do not have to. We will continue to do this. Also, you can uh, buy merch. That is a way that neither of us feel like shameless whores if you give yeah, us money. You get something out of it. Because you get something out of it. Like, that's, I think that's honestly one of the best ways that I think we like being supported. Because mm-hmm. I know I feel like a bit like a shameless whore when it's just like, here's money. Yeah. It's like, thanks. And the merch, it's fun to see people in It's so. I love it. I love it. Because yeah, Dylan recently shared. Shout out to call. Dylan. Yeah, just support. Yes, Th- thank you for it. supporting us. And just egotistical moment. I love seeing my art in the wild. Yeah. Um. So those are some ways that you can support us. Also, just not being a dick is nice. Uh, it costs yeah. zero dollars to retweet. Um. So just you know engage. If you see us on a live stream, come by, hang out. We're definitely not talking about Yowie. We try. No, we don't. Don't lie to our <laughs> listeners. Oh. Don't lie to them. What are we covering next week? 
or next next week next month do you want to end the year by talking about misogyny and why we still hate on fujoshis i was just looking at that one yeah okay so uh we're gonna round out the year and this season by talking about why do we still hate on fujos because for whatever reason we are still the lowest part of most fan totem poles despite consistently doing the fucking most and that's on period. <laughs> I mean, like that's not even a, like that's not even a lie. Like that's just like Fujos do the most all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes for better or worse, but uh, we will discuss that in what will be our season finale. And I think that's a great uh, season closer. But um, <laughs> that was fun. Thank you for listening, everyone. Fun. Yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, we do. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and end broadcast.